Now, from the Mousecapade Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Betsy. We pray that you are all staying safe, healthy, and happy. This is episode 585, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. It only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your reservation. So call us today for a free quote. Don't forget, it's the 50th anniversary year. Today we are sharing part two of the Barnum's last minute vacation to Disney World and Universal. If you didn't listen to last week, go ahead and hear the first half of their trip. Welcome back, Barnum family. We can't wait to hear the rest of your Disney adventures. Last week's show, we left off on New Year's Eve, so we're excited to hear the next part of this trip. So New Year's happened. It became 2021. Where did you guys head in 2021? Hollywood. We didn't have a dining reservation that day. We just um, ate around the park. And it closed It closed earlier. It was a short day, but we really stretched our days. The hours were perfect. Yeah, it was nice because it was New Year's Day and, and, you know, it's kind of like the middle of our vacation. So we were getting a little tired. We averaged 10 miles a day of walking. And so by that day, what, we had logged in about 40. (laughs) So because we had already had one day at Hollywood, it was the perfect park to be at on short hours or reduced hours that day and just really take our time. Now we felt like we didn't have to run around, just get everything in. We had already experienced it all, so everything else was just bonus. Did you go shopping? Did you go to like, did you get to see the Frozen show? That one was closed. Oh no. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would have loved to have seen that show. But that day, I think we did. We got in more rides, I feel like, that day than we did the day of the prior trip. Yeah. Even though we were at the park a shorter period of time. None of you have talked about Rock and Roller Coaster. Did you ride that? Uh-huh. Yes. It was closed the second day we went. Oh, that's right. It's not opened yet for this year. I just remember that. Oh, okay. really? Yeah, we got to ride it, though, the first day. A couple of times. So, so like yeah, it was awesome. Francie? Probably. Actually, I think they did request the front on that one. Yeah, probably yes. did. Uh, but Rock and Roller Coaster really, in our opinion, compared more to Space Mountain in California. That was a fun ride because mm-hmm. it's dark. Oh, Not the there. Aerosmith one? The Aerosmith yeah. one. She doesn't even remember where, where we're at. Oh my gosh, that's anyway, right. Um, it, was, it was dark. The music was rocking and it was... That, that was is a good ride. That is a great roller coaster. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. my favorite roller coaster at Disney World. Kind of a fun day to kind of do things multiple times. The th- favorite things that you wanted to do, just kind of roam around and... Literally, we closed the park that night. We were the last ones on Tower of Terror, just the four of us in a single car. If anyone ever has the privilege of riding a scary ride with my wife, absolutely amazing. Did you guys ride Slinky Dog? Because I don't remember you talking about that. Yep, we did. That was cute. That was a fun ride too. Q is so cool, how they have all the like toys, um, life size, it's so adorable. Yeah, 
and yeah, they do. A, they did a good job with Toy Story Land. It's it feels like you're actually in the world. Yeah, aside from Triceratops, I think we rode every single ride at every park. From the thrilling rides to even you know the the more gentle for younger children, because you know that's part. That's all part of the magic. And especially at Disney, because we have the experience of having been to Disneyland so many times. We want to make sure that we experienced everything at mm -hmm. Disney World at the four parks. Yeah. But now you'll be doing more Disney World, right? <laughs> <laughs> Location has a lot to do with it. And so Friday we had spent at Hollywood and then on Saturday was our second day at Magic Kingdom. And that day was, in, and of course it was a Saturday. And so that day we definitely saw an increase in the crowd. Uh, still reduced, of course, to the 35%, because I have no doubt that- Still Disney, our most manageable Disney experience Absolutely. Ever. If that was the most crowded of any day we right. were at the park, it was still very manageable. That was the day that we also had- Be our guest? Yes, mm -hmm. yes. be our guest, thank you. Tell us about that experience. It was magical. The castle was really cool, uh, the Bell Castle. And then like walking up to it and like going inside it, there was like really cool things from like the movie and stuff that you could see inside. So we got seated in our room. There's three rooms, they're all different. And then in the room we got seated in, it was like all dark. I believe it's the West Wing. It is. The yeah. area where the Bell's of the castle where you're not supposed to go. And then there was like the rose area. There was like kind of spider webs though hanging. And it was dark. And then there was like a big TV screen kind of, but you couldn't, it didn't really look like a screen. It would lightning and thunder from it. And then like you could hear the sound effects and it was cool. And then like every once in a while, the beast would come in. The food was terrific. You pay a little bit more for the Be Our Guest experience than you do for other dining experiences. It's worthwhile. The food was terrific. Did you have good service as well? Oh, we had great service. At all of the Disney restaurants we went to, the service was tremendous. Yeah, it was. I mean, they were good. very attentive and yes. You did a great job, Betsy. Originally, I think we were like at 240 and I kept getting emails about <laughs> how our reservation had been moved and you moved it later into the night. And so it was five something. It was perfect. It was Oh, good. I have to say, you guys, I don't know if you realize how lucky it was hard to get that even 180 days out when it used to be 180 days out to reserve. The fact that your trip was so last minute and you got in Be Our Guest is amazing. Yeah. And we need to thank Betsy over and over for that. She made it happen. We would not have known. Again, that was one of the huge benefits of going through Betsy is that she's so knowledgeable you know, you keep checking. We probably would have checked once and saw that it was booked and just figured, okay, so that means it's mm -hmm. booked. But she kept doing the legwork for us and got us in. She's so many things that we would have had no idea how to do that, making our vacation that much more magical. That is why we do encourage our listeners to take one of us on as their story guides. I had a similar experience while we were there. I just kept playing with the app like you said Betsy did for you and was able to get in California Grill, which is another one that's really hard. So if you don't know to do that, yeah, you just say, oh, I don't get to do that this time. Betsy was your woman. She was. And it's fun to make magic for people, knowing that those experiences are worth it, so. Yeah, no, you're very good at it. I'm sure Vicki is too. You guys are awesome. <laughs> Okay, and then the last 
day at Disney was a new park. Yes. Animal Kingdom. Yay. I loved Animal Kingdom. It started out, it was the only day that we had rain. Yeah. And it was kind of drizzly. But because that park has such a jungle theme, it was so fitting yes, it for was. the drizzle. It just kind yeah. of, it's almost like one time we were at Disneyland and it was raining. And the minute we walked through the gate into Disneyland, I swear the sun came out. You would think Disney has something to do with the weather. And so when we walked into the animal kingdom, it was kind of the same effect. It was like, it was so fitting to have this drizzle. It just kind of gave it this mysterious glow to it. So I'm gonna let the girls talk about what we did by, right when we got there. We went straight to Pandora and got on the flight of passage. Did you have to wait very long for that or did you just walk on? Uh, it was a pretty long wait. Well, by a long wait. It was a lot I mean, shorter than if, it would have been. If you're going to put it in perspective, we waited in line about 45 minutes. Oh, that's awesome. It's usually five to six hours. That was the shortest wait of the day. And that is why we did it first, because Betsy, your advice, which we took after we went on the passage, was to go counterclockwise around the park, which is spot on great advice. Yes. But we saw that we were there early enough and that Avatar, at that time, I think it was like a 35 minute wait. And so we headed straight over there. So then, you know, of course, everybody else is doing that. So it turned out to be about a 45 minute wait, which was like Randy said, the shortest of the whole day. So after we rode that ride, then we went back to the front and then went counterclockwise around the park. And on top of that, you know, one of the nice things was is like in the morning, brought back coffees for me and Lori. So we got to have coffee in line and kind of relax because it was eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it was early. Yeah, it worked out perfect. The wait just didn't seem like a, a big wait and Frankly, it was like, oh my God, we're already there. Yeah. Well, and the queue is so entertaining. It's beautiful in there. I mean, you're looking at so many things. And that's the big thing is because also because of the the way the lines are, are during COVID and they have, you know, Disney does a really good job of marking, you know, six feet uh, or two meters of distance. So again, you're not right on top of someone. And sometimes the line would move, you know, 40 feet at a time. Yeah, um, yeah, almost like you were constantly right. moving. Because of the social distancing, the lines also seem shorter because you're moving a lot more as opposed to, you know, when you normally go to Disney and you're shoulder to shoulder, it was a lot different. And the queue, the queue was amazing. Was the ride amazing? Uh -huh. Oh, wow. Yes. yes. And the wait was definitely worth it because the ride was like pretty long too. It was like, I think the girl said like four minutes or something. Four or four and a half minutes yeah. long. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, and the experience, wow. It is ama amazing, again, the technology of how they put you right there in that moment. Mm -hmm. Like, you feel like you're really flying. And so then you headed counterclockwise and you went on Dinosaur to Indiana Jones. Did you guys kind of see that similarity from Disneyland? Yeah, you got the, the similarity in terms of the vehicle mechanics. Different, but fun, yeah. We're happy we experienced it, but yeah, we, and I think it's because we were somewhat comparing it to Indiana Jones and that ride right. is just so unique. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Indiana Jones story 
really drives that ride. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, that's just, yeah. that's the difference. Yeah, yeah, this one for us. And maybe it's the age of our kids too, because I know a lot of times some of the rides that if we've If I was younger, it would have been scary. If you were a boy. <laughs> and so then from there, did we go? We got on Everest and you like walk through the museum and stuff, like they have all the different, like, stops when you're their queue is amazing that one is in depth all of the artifacts that are there yes. yeah but laurel lori kept stopping to take pictures of everything and it's like right when you get to the museum <laughs> you basically get on the ride because and so me and carly keep walking and then we stop because they aren't behind us anymore <laughs> And then the guy starts yelling at us. He's like, you gotta go, like go get on the ride because people like are stopping in the museum. So the line isn't all the way filled up. So once you get there, it's like, you're on the ride now, even though there's still more to go. And they're like, come on, you gotta get on the ride. We're like, we're waiting for our mom. Like, mom <laughs> and then I tried to go get my mom. That her worker kept yelling at me was like, get back here. You have to go. You can't turn around. <laughs> went the ride hadn't been the it wasn't the coaster ride. hadn't been filled up all the way yeah it was yeah. only like halfway filled just because people get so immersed in the queue by the time they get there it's time to get on were you guys surprised by the backwards or did you know that that was coming totally we had no idea no idea no idea so first time we rode the ride we were kind of in the middle uh -huh. and yeah. it was super yeah. cool second time we rode the ride Lori <laughs> and i were in the front Request. Third time we rode the ride, the girls were in the front. But the thing is, is as you're going through the queue, the queue is so amazing. I mean, it's almost better than the ride. <laughs> I mean, seriously, because you just, you get caught up in this, this history of Everest. You literally walk through a door and you get on the coaster. The queue was so amazing, as well as the ride wait times would say it's X number of minutes. Our experience, or at least my experience, was everything was at least 10 to 15 mm -hmm. or maybe even shorter time period, shorter than what the queues were saying on yeah. the app. And it's like, okay, I want to see all this stuff. What do you mean I have to get on the ride right now? I love that you guys appreciate those things because some families don't. They'll just rush through it and get to the ride. So it's really neat to see you guys appreciating all the little theming that Disney does. I love that. That is one thing with the pandemic that because the parks are so in, so much emptier than normal, you don't get the time that you really need in the queue line. I mean, in the right. queue. Yes, right. So that you can enjoy everything. I know exactly what you guys are talking about because somebody was behind us, pretty much pushing us along. And we're like, wait, we never saw that before. Oh, that's new from the last time we were. And so, so I'm glad you guys did. I'm sorry, girls, that your mom was taking pictures, but I'd have been right there with your mom taking those pictures because I'm a scrapbooker. I, I got to get everything. Well, and I also was so interested in some of the expeditions. And so then I Googled them and, and read about them. And because like the, the Lost Expedition, I think it was in 1984. And I remembered that I, when I was younger, I remember when that happened and it was like, gosh, I haven't thought about that. And then when we were waiting in line for another ride, I just researched it and read up on it. And so it was kind of cool how just you wouldn't think going on a ride would, you know, spark this interest of, oh my goodness, that's so interesting. I want to look into it more. So that was really cool. And three times through the ride, we still got stuck in that room every time. <laughs> Did you guys do any food at Animal Kingdom? We were going to do Tiffin's and we ended up canceling it. And in some ways, 
I'm disappointed that we did. Mm -hmm. The park was only open that day from nine to six, or okay, eight to six. So when it got closer to our reservation, or wait, we had canceled it the day before. Right. But I'm glad that we did because it enabled us to do all of the exploring that we wanted to do with the rides and experiences mm -hmm. because the safari ride, that was so amazing. Yeah. Because of East Coast versus West Coast, I had some issues with my credit card in terms of my credit card calling fraud because making payments in Florida. Betsy actually went the extra mile and made the reservation for Carly to get her lightsaber. Yes, that's right. On her own credit card uh, because she had a reservation available and my credit card wasn't working. Again, Betsy, thank you so much because that was an invaluable uh, yes. experience. Well, that, that goes with trusting your clients. Like I knew it, I ended up paying for it. You would pay me back. Like we had built that trust where I felt like I could do that, but I wanted to make sure you had that experience. It was really important to you. Right. Well, yeah. Thank but you. Because not everyone, everyone would, would do, do that. that. Yeah. Did you guys get on the train and go to Rafiki's Planet Watch? Oh, we did. Yes. Yay. So we saw everything on the island and that was fun and cool. And then we just took the train back over. Yeah. Well, we got to see all the animals in there, all the toads and snakes. That and was stuff. so cool. There was a really, yeah, there was a lot of really cool small animals and, and reptiles. Uh, and, you know, yeah, that was neat. And then did you also get on the Navi River journey or did you not do that one? We did, did. do it. Yes. I but, feel like the line on that one moves slow. And I'm like, is it really worth the time? Like, it's a beautiful ride, but the line moves really slow. So what was your experience with that? Slow line. Bug. Very slow. Because really Alexa cool. loved it. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad you did it then. <laughs> I just thought, I got really into the technology while we were on this ride, while we were on this trip, because between Universal and Disneyland, the, their ability to make these rides so immersive and like the 4D and the 3D technology they have is so cool. And they had the Avatar animatronics on the Navi River journey. That is way cool. It was so cool watching it. Like sometimes I couldn't tell what was real, what was a screen. And like, I'm really into that kind of stuff, um, just tech and different things. And it was kind of cool. And I was like, oh, maybe it'd be kind of fun to do this in the future. I just loved it. I loved the technology and the animatronics were my favorite. A future Imagineer right here. <laughs> so Alexa, before you went on that ride, um, my son's just like you. Uh, did you guys get to see the big avatar at the end, the one that sings? Mm -hmm. So did you know that when they have a glitch with that, it lowers down and there's a screen that pops up and plays that person? Oh, wow. There's a glitch in the thing, and, and that's the kind of thing my son loves to look on at Disney is find all the ins and outs of the technological stuff. And uh, he was like, oh, yeah, it's, if something goes wrong and that avatar thing st stops working correctly, they just pop the screen up and lower that down quickly below so that there's not a, like a, a miss so that nobody misses that opportunity to see it. Now, if you've wrote it before, then you know that you missed out on that. But yeah. Awesome. Well, it sounds like you guys, did you buy any souvenirs other than the lightsaber at when you with all your Disney stuff? Not at Disney. So then you spent your last day at Universal the next day, and that was very different than the first day at Universal, correct? Very different. Yes. Far less crowded. It, it was, was it was maybe a half, welcome. <laughs> half the people. It was of the crazy week before. the difference. Uh, because Universal, their blackouts, they don't do it the same way as uh, Disney. A majority of season pass holders would have access during the holidays. It was literally half the people 
one with the second day. Mm-hmm. There was some story with the wand or something. Tell us about that. Well, I really loved Harry Potter. We did the wand experience because the parks opened at two different times there. So we went to Islands of Adventure first to make sure we'd be able to get in the parks before they reached capacity. And then we took the train over to um, the actual Universal Studios Park once it opened. And we got in line for Ollivander's to do the wand shop. And we go inside and it was really cool seeing the like queue and everything. It looked like an actual wand shop and they had like the little broom thing sweeping by itself. And the whole Harry Potter world is so cool and lifelike and it feels like you're actually in the books and movies. But we did the wand thing and I wasn't chosen and it's okay. Overall, it was just cool to see it because they cho- the person they chose, she was super sweet and you get to wave the wand and like it moves different things in the room. And it's cool. It feels like you're actually there. I know, I love all the boxes they have piled up. It's incredible. So did you get a wand then and go around the park? I wasn't really into that. I kind of wanted to. Um, One thing that we really stuck with during the trip was fate. <laughs> <laughs> and so like if we got the front of the line for a ride, fate had chosen it or like just different stuff like that. Um, and I was like, you know what? Fate didn't choose me to get a wand. And I didn't, it was cool watching everyone else because people were like in line to do the stuff. And so like water would fall from an umbrella or like a box would open or like at the water fountains, water would shoot out. Um, but I didn't do it myself. Anything extra special on that second Universal Day that you guys wanted to share? Um, One of our favorite rides was the Transformers ride. Getting on that ride and the technology and the movement and just the the way, again, that the the ride's engineered to make you feel like you're you're going places at high speeds. And it was just amazing. It was incredible. And then, oh, this was super cool. So um, we have, I have two grandsons that are five and seven years old, and they are big Spider-Man fans. So we're walking through the park and there's Spider-Man, but they're on this platform. And so kids could walk up and take a picture with them with the characters behind them. And and it's, you know, they're dressed in costume, the, the um, Spider-Man and, and his, the other sidekick. Well, so the girls go up to get a picture and they ask, well, where are you from? And we said, Boise, Idaho. And they said, oh, blue turf. This, it was so funny. And they start like this five minute conversation with the girls. They personalized it. And of, of course it's on a speaker so other people can hear it. And Oh, how fun, did you get that recorded? Yes, we did. My grandsons will absolutely Think that is the coolest and the girls did a great job going along with it and we got some really super good pictures and so that was a highlight at universal that was really fun and then carly has a highlight she wanted to share um my dad requested that we went to the jason Bourne stuntacular show all of us we didn't really want to go except my dad <laughs> and i was like oh do we have to go this sounds bad and lame but it was actually really cool and fun and like the technology that they had in that show was amazing. It was unreal. It was so awesome and cool. It's definitely a really good experience. Randy, you forced them to go to the Jason Bourne stunt show and they loved it. I, I did. I forced them to go to several shows <laughs> uh, throughout the trip. Then afterwards, I got many a thank you. Because <laughs> it was just, you know, again, it's the downtime kind of thing. Because the walking's one thing. It's the standing that I think really kind of wears you out. And finding some places where you can not be on your feet 
is so important. It just makes it easier when you have some time to just really just relax and enjoy uh, something going on. And then you guys flew out the next day? Yeah. Yes, yeah. we did. Yeah. We were supposed to be in Hawaii and we were looking forward to this relaxing vacation. And ultimately, I am super thankful to you, Betsy, in terms of putting this together for us. I just can't believe how it fell together. I mean, it's just incredible. I know Lori had felt really guilty initially, even though she didn't say it, uh, about us not going to Hawaii. And she was wanting to put a Band-Aid on this and fix it. And we got the vacation we needed, not the vacation we planned. And thank goodness for you and for Disney. Oh, I love it. That's a good way to end it, Vicky, huh? Yeah, that was. Thank you. We didn't even have to pay you to do those, <laughs> those wonderful things. I, I do take tips. <laughs> so, yeah, I can. you can Venmo. Okay. I'm sure Betsy has your Venmo account number. <laughs> <laughs> she has my credit card number. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, true that. This is true, but we keep those things really secure. We're not. Yes, you do. Those are not willy nilly. We know how to handle those. <laughs> we love Disney. So the next question is, is what are we doing next? I was going to say. I think we need to do a Disney cruise because I think you will hands down love a Disney cruise. They're ride oriented though, I, I think. Mm, but they also like to, they, the entertainment, the teen value on a Disney cruise. We might be able to teach you a thing or two about Disneyland. <laughs> is the crazy part. We could do a whole show and they could tell us about Disneyland. Because I've never been to Disneyland, so maybe I should just have you guys just talk about Disneyland because you're very knowledgeable. We will be your shepherds. <laughs> First, we got to get it open. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. The only thing I would add is if anyone has ever wanted to go to Disney World, now is the time to absolutely go because you will never have, although some of the things are not available in terms of some of the show, you will never be able to have a Disney World experience like you have right now because the lack of people, it makes it that much more magical. Uh, it just, it really expresses the Disney magic and makes it that much more special. It's mm -hmm. Familial time. Again, we were supposed to be in Hawaii on beaches. This was, again, after a very long, hard year. This wasn't the vacation I had planned, but it was 100% the vacation that I needed just to reconnect with my family and just have such an amazing time and space with my girls as they're getting older and my wife and just it was as she's getting younger <laughs> yes it was it was truly it was magical yeah i agree this is tear jerking vicky this is tear jerking no i know i'm but you know what i'm so glad to hear them say that because we know betsy because we've been there before and the memories that you made with your kids when you got to go on that trip with just the two or just the three of you guys this fall and stuff you just um if listeners if you're out there and you've never been on a disney trip i encourage you to do it at least once because it does really bring families together and um i attribute all that to walt i know that a lot of things have changed since he's passed away but i feel like the foundation of disney's corporation has stuck through in that way that it's built around family and making families closer and wanting to be together. Agreed. 100%. And especially if you go and you watch the Walt 
documentary yes. Hollywood Studios. It's it. This is the fruition of his dream. Well, if you guys are ever traveling through the Midwest, you need to stop in Marceline because we live three hours from Marceline, and um, it's a really beautiful trip to go to his hometown and and see the history museum and everything i don't know and now that you've been to disney i think it makes it that bigger of a connection for you because you get to see what the parks look like originally disneyland especially and you get to see all the letters from his family it's just it's a very very cool experience to stand on what was made him think of main street usa that would be cool it is, it's a very, I mean, it's very laid back because it is a very small town. Everything shuts down on Sunday. So that's when we usually go just because you get to stand on the street and take pictures and nobody's driving by because it's such a small town and everybody's there. But yeah, I would encourage you if you ever had the opportunity to do that, to do it because it was a very um, cool experience to like walk in Walt's shoes. Oh. But thank you so much, you guys. You are so fun. I would love to have you back on the show again. Thank you. Thank you. Anytime. You could have kind of run the show for us because I think you guys are very knowledgeable. A few final reminders before we sign off, and that's if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, all you have to do is email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to book a trip or just want a free quote, email us at yourstorytravel.com. For just a $200 refundable deposit, you can hold your reservation. Contact us today. It's the 50th anniversary year. You can check out us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, the Mouse Capades podcast, or on our Instagram, yourstorytravel underscore Vicky Black. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mouse Capades podcast. Well, everybody, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Dippity-boppity-boo. Have a magical day, my friends. friends.